Praise the Lord and good afternoon to all of you today here from the studio in Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. I have my good friend, Pastor Wayne Voss from Greenwood, Mississippi today with us. Him and his wife, Debbie, are here this weekend and we're going to share the word of the Lord this afternoon and Brother Wayne's going to minister the word of the Lord for us tomorrow morning at the worship service. So. Uh, we just encourage you to go get your Bibles right now and get ready to follow along with us as the Lord has given us some things to share with you today. And he's going to encourage us and he's going to encourage you uh, in this Bible study. And uh, we just want to uh, thank the Lord and uh, for this opportunity to share his words with you and we're going to have a word of prayer and then we're going to get right into the word today let's all pray together today father yes, we Lord. just thank you for this day and this special time that you've given us to open up the word of god and to break the bread of life lord here before us and we just thank you for your presence and your power and the spirit of wisdom and revelation resting upon us today that you would pour the truth into our hearts today and open our eyes wider, and Lord, may our hear, ears hear the truth even more so today than ever before. We pray that you'd use us today, Lord, to share this glorious good news that you have given us, and that you'd bless us and bless the people. And we give you all the praise for it today in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm going to read to begin with Philippians chapter 1, verse uh, 27, just one verse, and and then uh, we're going to let the Lord use us. going to turn it over to Pastor Wayne and let him tie in some very important things, uh, even from the old covenant that pertain to this new covenant scripture. And uh, this uh, 27th verse in the first chapter of Philippians tells us that we, we should be found allowing or letting our conversations, our lives, be as it becomes the gospel of Christ. Paul said that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. It gives us here the answer as far as to how we are to let our lives be, be becoming the gospel, right here in this one verse. And if we're students of the word, we'll understand that this is really all that God has ever been doing among those who are his people, pointing them toward the son that he would give on Calvary's cross. Everything he's ever said, everything he's ever done has been through his son. In the old covenant, he spoke about his son. In the new covenant, he speaks by his son and reveals to us in the new everything that was only a type and a shadow in the old covenant that the Bible clearly says is for our encouragement. The old scriptures testify of Jesus, he said. So as we look today at some specific things in the old covenant concerning the tabernacle, Pastor Wayne's going to share some marvelous, wonderful truths about the tabernacle. Uh, that he's been teaching on there at home some in Greenwood. And uh, we're privileged today to have him come and share some of those things with us. And we're just going to glean from it today. But let me say before I turn it over to him uh, one more time that this given to us in the New Testament 
has not is not something new it's just that revealed to us in the fullness of who Jesus is through what he accomplished at Calvary so that we could even see what he's been talking about the entirety of the Old Testament he's been talking about Jesus pointing to Jesus in all that he said all that he did and all that he had his people build concerning the tabernacle so at that, I'll just turn it over to Pastor Wayne and let him go ahead. Amen, Pastor Curtis. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, as, as Brother Curtis has already said, the only thing that God has ever uh, spoken to anyone about has been his son. Amen. We see in the, the Bible, we, Simon Peter revealed it to us in Scripture, that even before the foundation of the world, uh, in the mind of God, the Lamb was already slain. So, so the Word of God and God's testimony, you know, we, we hear people ask us, you know, and they say, well, what are you talking about over there at Crossway Ministries? Well, we're, we're careful to be only talking about what God's speaking about, and he's only speaking about uh, what Jesus Christ did at Calvary. He's only speaking about what he's already done, and he's done it all through Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and uh, his death on the cross, amen. And uh, just to remind everybody, you know, uh, we're, we're on that path of the just, amen. We're justified by faith and faith in the uh, uh, proper object. And that object is always, it always has been, and it always will be uh, Jesus Christ and what he did at Calvary, amen. Mm -hmm. that, well, the, when God gave us uh, faith, and he certainly gave us faith. We wouldn't have faith if uh, he didn't give it to us. But when he gave us faith, the faith that God will recognize and honor, he gave us also the object to put it in. Mm -hmm. And that object is Christ and what he did at Calvary. But the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4 mm -hmm. and verse 18, we're on the, the path of the just, but the path of the just is as, and it's the path that we're talking about here, or the, the, the writer of Proverbs, mm -hmm. amen, the, the path of the just is as, the shining light that shines more and more unto that perfect day. And I know Pastor Curtis and I, we talk about it all the time. We'll relate to when we first came into this message and how it just captivated us and, and how it just gripped us. And, and we put all of our attention and everything that was within us into this message. And was just we became all wrapped up in Jesus and what he did at Calvary. But our understanding, as it will with anyone, if you're truly embracing uh, this gospel and if you're clinging to the cross, a term that I like to use all the time, cleaving to the cross, cl clinging to the cross, turning from everything else, and, which is the only place that we can get anywhere with God and go any place right. with Christ. Well, this, this gospel has increased. It's, it's revealed itself to us, or the Holy Spirit has revealed it to us greater and greater. And that's the way it should be when people tell me that uh, they... Well, I know all about that cross business. Well, you know, that tells me real quick they don't know anything about the cross because we, we will grow. The Bible says we'll grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, who he is and what he did at Calvary. Amen. So we've certainly experienced growth in this gospel. So thankful for it today. He's brought us a, a mighty long way yes. over the years that we've been preaching this gospel. But to tie into the, the scripture that Pastor Curtis read, Philippians chapter 1 
in verse 27, only let your conversation and lifestyle uh, be as it becomes the gospel of Christ. To me, that it means exactly what it says. Let your life become the gospel. Let your life become the gospel. And, I, and I, that's, that's what we're going to look at uh, a little bit this morning. I keep saying this morning, but it's <laughs> after the noon hour now. But I, to, to, to accomplish what the Lord's laid upon my heart and what's in my mind, amen, I want to take you over to the tabernacle in the wilderness. It's also known as the church in the wilderness and the explanation, and this was the uh, the instructions and the plan, the blueprint that God gave Moses how to construct this tabernacle uh, in the wilderness. And it began speaking about this in Exodus chapter 25. If you want to go there and, and try to follow along, take some notes. I always encourage the people to mm -hmm. take notes, write down All the right. scriptures and, and judge everything that I preach and teach based upon the word of God and not what somebody down the road is saying because there's a lot of voices out there that's competing for your attention and your allegiance and we have to be careful to to remain determined to know nothing but jesus christ and him crucified there's a lot of determined people out there but they're determined to know something other than the gospel so we have to be careful and, and keep our uh, our hearts and our mind and our thoughts and everything focused upon single and let your eyes be single upon him that's what makes us cross-eyed we, we we learn not to look and not to hear and not to receive anything outside of the message of the cross it's important that we put our put our ears to hearing that and that exclusively and nothing else amen but in exodus chapter 25 it begins to explain to us about the tabernacle in the wilderness. And I can only, uh, if with the, the hour or 45 minutes that we've given, been given in this broadcast, I can only cover a few things, but I, 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 I pray that what I do say as it pertains to that will enlighten us and will help us and help us to, to uh, solidify our faith, to become steadfast in this faith and not be moved away Amen. from the hope of the gospel. Amen. But if you've ever looked at this picture of the the tabernacle in the wilderness amen this this time and it's all about christ it's a picture amen. it's a beautiful picture of jesus christ who he is and what he would do at calvary it's a picture of uh, calvary amen but it would be this tabernacle would be enclosed with a what was referred to as a wall of petition it would be a white a petition around this particular court area and in that that wall of petition is, is saying to us that God is a methodical God and everything that takes place within that tabernacle is a picture of how God works mm -hmm. in that tabernacle one of the uh, pieces of furniture if I can call it that that dominates that uh, court area is the brazen altar and it would always have a uh, animal sacrifice on it. It would have a fire rising up from it. You could see the fire. You could heal the. You could feel the the heat. Mm -hmm. You could smell the uh, the the uh, the aroma of the flesh and the sacrifice burning on that altar. And every bit of that 
is pointing us to Jesus Christ Absolutely. and what he did at Calvary. And, and, th and the, those that would try to come in under that wall of petition or those that would attempt to try to climb over it, they're coming in another way, another way other than God's prescribed way. He has a, a, a way that he honors, and he doesn't honor any other way. They were referred to as a thief and a robber. Well, you know, in this day and time, the, the, the church world even is filled with these, these very type of, of, of people. They're, they're, they're thieves and they're robbers. They try to come in and bring the people in another way. And, and they're referred to as thieves and robbers because what they're actually doing is robbing you of the, the, the benefits of the true gospel. And the, the true gospel, once again, is Jesus Christ and him crucified. So having said that, let me remind you once again, amen, if, if anyone, it doesn't matter who it is, no, no, uh, if any man is attempting to try to point you or lead you to or preach to you uh, another message other than Jesus Christ and him crucified, he is that thief and that robber. He's robbing you of the benefits of that the faith and its proper object would bring. Well, what are those benefits? Well, there's salvation, praise God, amen. amen. Then there's sanctification, amen. amen, how we can live saved. And then there's all things, the Bible says, that pertains to life and godliness. This Romans 8 and 32, amen. How shall he, God, also give us all things through him, Christ and him crucified, that pertains to life and godliness, and he gives it to us freely. So all of that is being pictured in this tabernacle in the wilderness. But I want you to look at something, amen, and think about this, and I hope and pray that you can uh, picture this in your mind. But uh, the God only had, he only gave one entrance into this court area. Mm -hmm. And it had one gate, it had one doorway uh, to come into the court area. And Jesus said, I'm the door. Amen. I'm the door. I'm the only way. He said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. But now the, the beautiful thing, and let me just paint you a picture of that, that doorway on that tabernacle. It would be uh, it would be uh, colored with blues and, and, and purples and, and crimson or red. Amen. And the blue speaks about the heavenlies. It means that our help has come from above where Christ came down. Amen. And then the purple speaks of royalty. It speaks about him being our king priest, the king of kings, and the lord of lords. And then, of course, the, the crimson or the red, it would identify with the, the, his shed blood. Amen. The right. life is in the blood. Uh, there, there's, there, there's no relationship with God apart from the shedding of the blood and our faith in the blood of the cross. Amen. That's where, uh, that's where we're justified. Amen. That's mm -hmm. where Paul spoke about this in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 20. Amen. He said, peace has been made through the blood of right, the cross. Right. Amen. We've been justified. Amen. Peace between us and a thrice holy God was made through our faith in what Jesus did at Calvary. That put us on the path of the just. And, and that path now is shining brighter and brighter. We'll yeah. continue to do that as long as you stay on that path. 
death as long as you stay and continue in the faith. Colossians 1 and 23, continue in the faith and be established there and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. As long as you stay there, praise God, Amen. we will increase in our understanding of this great gospel. But it's important that you hear, that you listen, that you put your ear to someone who is preaching and teaching the exclusive message of the cross and not bringing uh, leaven or a mixture into the picture because all that's going to do is just bring death into the picture. Amen. So here we are. We're at this gate. But if you're standing at this gate, it's, it was a sight to behold. It's beautiful. He's altogether lovely mm -hmm. to those that are seeking after him. Amen. But as you stand at that gate, that brazen altar is just immediately to the other side of this beautiful gate. And that brazen altar is a type of the cross. Standing at that gate, you will experience the brazen altar. You will see the flames. You'll hear the, the sound of those flames. You'll experience the aroma, uh, which was a sweet smell and savor unto the nostrils of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's that yeah. sacrifice. Praise God. Mm -hmm. So you would experience that. Paul said, amen, uh, that I'm determined not to know anything among you you save Jesus Christ and him crucified and that's what you're experiencing right there mm -hmm. at the entrance into this um, uh, this uh, this this object or this tabernacle in the wilderness that that's a picture of Jesus Christ amen it's mm -hmm. all right there in front of us mm -hmm. and it's beautiful so it's a beautiful it's beautiful to those that are walking in it's beautiful to those that are embracing it's beautiful to those whose lives have been changed drastically mm -hmm. and greatly and and, and 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 miraculously by the power of God amen that's where we experience the power of God and when Paul said in first Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 2 I think it is amen and when he said I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified that word determined means that he has made a righteous judgment amen he said I, I'm I have judged that this is the place for me to put my faith this is the place for me to uh, this is the testimony of God so he made a righteous judgment right there mm -hmm. and then this brazen altar it would be one of the largest uh, pieces of furniture in that court area. It would dominate that area, but immediately beyond that brazen altar would be, uh, it, was a, it was a smaller uh, piece of furniture, but it was, it's, it was very significant, very important. It was called the brazen laver. Mm -hmm. And that speaks of the word of God. Now listen to this for just a moment, how beautiful this is. That, that brazen laver, it was right there next to the brazen altar. It wasn't far from the entrance, it wasn't far from the brazen altar, and then you have this brazen laver which speaks of the word of God. When that priest would, on his way into the holy place, he would, he would go to that brazen laver, amen, he would wash his hands, he would wash his feet, Amen. That speaks of the, the cleansing work 
the washing of the water of the word. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26 says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Mm -hmm. Of course, the word is always pointing us to the cross. And the, right. the washing, uh, the cleansing and the work of washing is actually in the blood. The word of the, the word of God is always pointing us to Calvary. Right. It's always pointing us to the blood. Well, the priest, when he would look in that brazen labor and it would have water in it, it would act as a, a that it would act as a mirror. And he would look in that brazen labor and he would see himself, and then he's immediately reminded of how he falls short and how much he needs desperately needs the one that's represented mm -hmm. by the brazen altar. Right. So he's going, he's looking in that brazen laver to remind him always about how much his dependency must be on that brazen laver, mm -hmm. which is the cross. That's what the Word of God does with us. Yes, it's pointing us to Jesus. It's pointing us to Calvary. It's pointing us to the cross and the work of the Holy Spirit to always point us to Calvary. Amen. But it's constantly reminding us, amen, of, of our humanity. It's always reminding us how much we need mm -hmm. our faith to remain anchored in what Jesus did at Calvary. That makes me think. Mm -hmm. Pastor Curtis of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 11. We, you and I, we, we teach from this often. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 11, for we which live mm -hmm. are always, there's that word always, are always delivered unto death. Amen. The cross, mm -hmm. uh, the, de the death of Jesus and our death with him, mm -hmm. crucified with him, all of this wrapped up in the cross. Amen. So the brazen altars identifying with that death. Amen. Mm -hmm. So the word is of God is always delivering us unto death mm -hmm. so that the life of Christ for Jesus' mm -hmm. sake, amen, because he, he paid the price on Calvary's mm -hmm. cross, made the way, opened the door, mm -hmm. amen. So right. we're always delivered unto death, amen, so that the life of Christ might manifest mm -hmm. within us, amen. Right. So here we are now having understood that, and now we're, we're in this tabernacle, now the high priest is making his way into the next, uh, I'm going to call it a compartment, I don't think I'm doing any damage to the word by, by saying that, but it's called the, the holy place. Mm -hmm. And what's so interesting about the holy place it's the measurements of it are 10 by 10 by 20. And if you, if you get your cipher right, it comes out to 2,000, which to me, <clears throat> that speaks of the church age, 2,000 years thereabout since the, uh, the death of Christ on the cross, the day of Pentecost, the covenant, new covenant was cut on Calvary. The church was empowered at Pentecost to go forth and preach the power of the cross. Amen. Right. So 2,000 years, amen. But within the church age, there's a lot of people that has missed uh, Christ. They have, they, they, they have missed this power, and they, they have within themselves, 
they have uh, allowed themselves to be influenced by other voices. Mm -hmm. They've allowed themselves to be influenced by other ministers and ministries that are not pointing to the cross exclusively. So they have learned how to be professional uh, uh, imitators. Pretenders. Pretenders, yes. They have learned how to be professional pretenders. They've learned how to put on the show. Amen. But they have denied the power thereof. Amen. They they just have a form. They have an outward form, an outward display, but it's, but it's false. It's an outward show of godliness, but they have denied the power thereof. But if you come in right, and if you will, if you will continue in this path of the just, amen, if you will stay and walk in this, amen, as we have therefore received Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. so walk ye in him, Colossians 2 and 6. Mm -hmm. Let's stay in this liberating truth. Let's continue in this redeeming work of Christ on the cross. Let's continue in the power of God. Amen. How we come in is how we walk. Amen. And if you'll stay there, you, you'll, you'll finish one day. If the Lord should tarry, you'll finish your course. You fought a good fight of faith, just as the Apostle Paul said. I've kept the faith. Praise God. I've finished my course. And uh, he said, henceforth, there's laid up a crown of righteousness for me, mm -hmm. but not to me only, but to all of those who love his appearing. Well, that's not talking about, we're certainly looking forward to that, amen, but it's not speaking about his appearing at the time of the rapture. It's speaking about us looking to him, seeing his face daily, mm -hmm. amen. We're, we're always looking to him. Amen. We see him. Praise God. We see Jesus looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. See what the cross will do to you. Amen. It, it'll get you all wrapped up in Jesus. You'll fall madly in love with him. You'll see him as your husband. Amen. And, and, and you don't care to be joined with anyone else. Amen. You're striving, amen, to keep your faith in what God will honor. Mm -hmm. and what God desires for you to have your faith in so he can work in your life, amen? Right. But now we're entering into uh, the, the holy place, and then this is the beautiful part about that. Just immediately to the left, there, there's the, 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 the golden candlestick. Immediately to the right, you'll see the table of shoe bread. And it, that table, uh, has uh, it has bread upon it, but guess what? It's speaking of Christ, so it's unleavened bread. Amen. It's unleavened bread. We're not to add any leaven to this gospel as it pertains to speaking about Jesus Christ. Right. Amen. It would be unleavened bread. But we're able to see that. We're able to see uh, this table that's lifted up. Amen. Uh, the bread. Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. Amen. He mm -hmm. said, partake of me, for I am the bread of life. He said, if you'll eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, there will be life within you. There's no life. There's no life any other place. Now, the enemy, amen, he's gonna, he wants you to think that there's life in humanistic psychology. He wants to, you to think the lie that you can speak things that you can speak life into existence, that you can declare these things and, 
That's the lie of the word faith, people. And so there's a lot of lies out there. There's a lot of distractions that we have to turn mm -hmm. from and recognize it for what it is. I tell the people back home all the time, those that know the truth will know who's telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And if you'll get a hold of this truth and know it and walk in it and then experience it, let it be more than just the head knowledge. Amen. Let it get down in your heart and believe it and walk in it and trust in it. Amen. You will experience the power of God working in your life. But you're able to see that table of shoe bread. That's what the Bible calls us. Let's just stick with that. It's because of the golden candlestick that's on the left. Amen. It's, it would have been a, a beautiful sight to behold within itself. This golden candlestick was, now listen to this, this golden candlestick, it, it was elaborate. It had a lot of ornate work on it. It was elaborate. It was a center shaft, and then it had uh, six branches. It had three on each side, and that's the number of man. Six is the number of man. Mm -hmm. And uh, But this golden candlestick, it wasn't made in parts and pieces and then welded together. It was a beaten work. And even as elaborate as it is, it was made from one lump of gold, amen, and an elaborate work it was, amen. But see, that speaks about Christ, that pure gold. Simon, Simon Peter said, we're not saved by silver and gold mm -hmm. as man would recognize it, but by the precious blood of Jesus. See, that golden candlestick reminds us of how precious how, how valuable, how precious this Christ is to us. And, and that value goes way beyond even that's rep, what's represented in a golden candlestick. But the beauty of this is that one of the, the, uh, one of the jobs, so to speak, or the ministry of the, the priest was to go in and he was to always put keep those lamps filled with oil. They were never to go out. That light was to be shining with, with on those candlesticks. Mm -hmm. uh, always. 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 And, and so his job was to keep those lamps filled with oil and they would use, guess what? They would fill these lamps with olive oil that, were, that was made from crushed olives. Oil made from crushed olives. So that's, once again, that's speaking of Christ, amen, mm -hmm. and the, the, the beaten work of this golden candlestick, it speaks of Christ and what he did at Calvary. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our, of, of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Speaking of being healed of all iniquity and all sin, sin shall not have dominion right. over us because we're not under law, but we're under grace. Amen. Uh, and and I, I share that with people all the time. We know we're not preaching sinless perfection, but what we are preaching, the Bible says we can live a life where we are free from the grip of sin. Mm -hmm. We're free from the dominion, dominion of right. sin. It no longer dominates our life. Hallelujah. There's victory in, in the blood. There's victory at Calvary.
Calvary today if we'll just learn to keep our faith there and fight that good fight of faith, praise God, and be determined, amen, not to know anything save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Well, when the priest goes in because of the light that's coming from the golden candlestick, and all of that is, is, is a work of the, the Holy Spirit when you stand back and look at it mm -hmm. as that priest would come in, he would minister, putting oil into that lamp, which is us being full of Christ. Mm -hmm. Faith in the proper object, Christ and him crucified. But there was another thing that that priest would do. He had a, he had a tool that he would take, and after a while, those um, uh, lamps, they had a wick. Well, after a while, those wicks, would, would, they would get smutty. They wouldn't do anything but put out smoke. They would just put out old smut, and it would just uh, it would just cloud up the place with all of that. And and so his job was to go in and cut that burnt place off of that wick. Amen. And guess mm -hmm. what? Immediately upon doing that, what happens? Well, the light the light begins to mm -hmm. shine brighter, like it should. Amen. So that's what the Holy Spirit does in our life. He's always trimming out the smut. Mm -hmm. He's always trimming out those things that are no longer needful, no longer useful. Amen. I like we talked about it at lunch a little bit. You know, Paul said, "I'm forgetting all of those things that are behind. I don't need any of it. I'm forgetting. Count it done." Mm -hmm. Amen. The good and the bad. Amen. And said, I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Well, what is that high calling? It's more of Christ, less of me, more of him. Amen. Mm -hmm. That great, we have this treasure mm -hmm. in earthen vessels. Praise God. But the Holy Spirit, he's always working on us as he, as we're being handed over to death, amen, mm -hmm. in the Word, and mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit's doing that, amen. Amen, Jesus, that's, that's, Jesus that's where it always ends up. If it, don't, we, if, if it don't end up there, then we're going our own way. That's right. If we don't end up there, we're going our own way. But Jesus said when the Holy Spirit comes, amen, he's going to take of mine, and he's going to show it to you yep. he's going to reveal it to you he's going to mm -hmm. he's going to point us to all truth mm -hmm. amen so when the holy spirit comes he's going to he's going to to show us uh jesus he said he will take a mind and show it to you well what is that which is exclusively his mm -hmm. it's his finished work on the cross yeah, amen. and he shows it to us throughout the whole word throughout the whole word from genesis to Revelation. well uh, all, throughout all the word, all of the word, all of God's words are in Testifies of him. God. Amen. It all speaks of him, who he is, and what he did for us at Calvary. Praise God. But you know, Brother Curtis, there was a time uh, in my life and ministry, let's just say, you know, 20 years ago, and I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that. I thought the word, for the most part, was talking about me. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it was, you know, it was... Uh, showing me that I could be a champion, mm -hmm. that there was a champion in me. Mm -hmm. There's no champion in any of us mm -hmm. apart from the champion, the one that conquered uh, everything that needed to be conquered, mm -hmm. and that's Jesus Christ. He's abiding within us. But, but, but before the cross, all it was doing was just puffing me up. It was just building up flesh, mm -hmm. you see. Yep. So let, let me throw this in right without <laughs> Without the focus of the cross, 
and understanding how it pertains to daily living and how it is what all of the words of God are in the context of Christ Him crucified. The best, at best, were only carnal babes. Right. At, because people do ask the question, well, what was going on in my life before I understood the message of the cross and that the Word of God was always in the context of the living Word of God and what He did as the Lamb of God? What was going on? At best, we were carnal babes in Christ, yeah, only best. on the milk, paralyzed, unskillful in the Word of righteousness. righteousness. So that people ask that all the time. Well, because you mentioned it, you know, where we used to be, at best, we were only carnal babes on, on the milk. And, and, and the milk, if you stay there, meaning that you don't ever learn to start applying the truths that are written there through faith in the sacrifice, then you, you, you can't ever escape it. That's, That's why you need to learn this, these things like this how the tabernacle relates to Jesus, every bit of it, and how it's a process of progress. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't just say, I want to go experience what's in the holy place without going through the lava. That's right. And you couldn't go through the lava without being washed by the water of the word. Absolutely. And so it's all a process of progress. You're doing, I'm enjoying this. Go right Praise on Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So you, you have, you have so, and what we have to, Learn, and I've had to learn this myself, amen, that there's a lot of people that has come along uh, in, in, you know, past 20 years. You know, I, I, man, my mind is fixed on the cross. I can't get this off my mind. Mm -hmm. Lord, the Holy Spirit's revealing this to me. I don't fully understand it. And uh, there's a whole lot more to be learned now to know, mm, amen. amen. We, yeah. we don't graduate from that class of right. growing in grace, not until the bell rings, right. not until the trumpet sounds. Right. We're always going to be in this. But, I, but I've heard people, you know, that they tried to move me away. They tried to say, well, you know, you just wrapped up in that cross. Well, that's where I want to be mm -hmm. uh, found, amen, because that's the only thing that's ever really made a difference in my life. Everything else is things that I was doing, things I was trying. Humanistic psychology, we were wrapped up in that. Word faith, we was wrapped up in that and so many things that we were wrapped up in, but it wasn't until we got wrapped up in the cross that that true liberty came. Mm -hmm. True true victory came. And that's the reason Paul said in Galatians five and once to stand fast yeah. Yeah. in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. And that's speaking of what he did at Calvary. And my faith in that. And don't be entangled. If you leave the cross, you're going to get entangled in what you was once sin, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Amen. But it was defeat and sin, no matter what type of title you gave it. Amen. And I hear people even today, they say, well, we... Uh, we've outgrown this cross business. You know, you can stay at the elementary level if you want to, but we're moving on uh, to bigger and better things, greener pastures. The devil will all, the enemy will always paint uh, the other side of the fence and make it look like it's uh, uh, better. He'll always make the pasture greener uh, looking anyhow, but it's deception. We're not to leave the cross at any time for any reason. That's where we grow. Yeah. That's the only place that we can grow. It's the only place that the teacher, the Holy Spirit, can work in our life and, in life and teach us and grow us. Amen. Praise God. So here we are. We're back at the uh, tabernacle again. 
the, the golden candlestick. It's a beaten work which speaks of Christ, mm -hmm. the, the work of the, the priest there going on, cutting away the, the smud and the wick that's burned up so it don't uh, fill up the, the, the room with, uh, uh, you know, just smoke. And, 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 we, and we, you know, sometimes we, we need the smut removed. Oh, yeah. We need, yeah. we need all of that cut out of our life, amen. So all of that and refilling the lamps and putting the, the oil in it. That's all part of the work of the Holy Spirit, but that's all done, amen, as the Holy Spirit delivers us to death. Praise God. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, and I hate to keep butting no, in, that's but. No, that's all right, that's what you're here for. When you talk about you found the place where you want to be tangled up in. Right. It's, it's because it's the only place God commune, meets with us and communes with us. He says that in this same 25th chapter of Exodus when he's giving them the, the instructions on how to build this tabernacle and everything to go in it. In, in, in verse 20, I believe it is, he says, and after he talks about the mercy seat and the ark, putting the mercy seat on top of the ark, he says, there I'll meet with you and commune with you. These, this revelation of the scriptures only come by the Holy Spirit to those who are not fighting against God by trying to get away from the place he's delivering us always to. If we accept where he's delivering us to always, that means there's never a moment he's not delivering us unto death because it's in that death that we met him and that he's communing and teaching us mm -hmm. the things that be of Christ. That's right. You know, Brother Curtis, I think a lot of people, uh, people that I've talked to and deal with, you know, they have trouble with that word always mm -hmm. you know they like they want they want god working in their life they want christ to a degree but then they want their time they want they want that's our flesh yes we right. are all yes, our flesh <laughs> but 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 the thing of it is the work of that brazen labor amen when the priest would go there and wash his hands and his feet amen he he would look at that and it would remind him of his need always mm -hmm. he had he couldn't go around that labor amen he couldn't bypass that we can't bypass the right. word of god when, when we bypass the word of god we're going to begin to look to something other than mm -hmm. the cross mm -hmm. because that labor always when he looked at himself amen it wasn't a picture of jesus he was saying he was reminded of his flesh yeah. he knew he had to go back to that brazen altar which is yeah. type of the cross yeah, so when James writes, if a man looks in, in a mirror and forgets who he was, right. it's, it's because he's no longer looking into that law of liberty, that right. reflection Absolutely. of what Christ did to liberate us that will allow him at that lava right. to go on into the holy place where those pieces of furniture are right. a deeper understanding, Absolutely. a deeper revelation, Absolutely. a deeper experience. Amen. Now... And understanding in all of this that I'm explaining and the picture I'm trying to paint, we're not leaving the cross. No. What we're entering into is because of the cross, the brazen labor, the word of God is always pointing that 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 uh, priest back to the brazen altar to the cross so that he can be partakers mm -hmm. of those things that are in the holy place, the right. the light. Right. Amen. The light of the gospel, uh, the table of shoe bread. Uh, the Christ being the the mediator, there's one God which mm -hmm. is represented by the altar of incense, mm -hmm. front and center. 
Amen. The, uh, there's one God, one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. and that took place because of his death on the cross. Amen. Well, I've got it right here. There's one God, 1 Timothy 2, 5, one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, look, says, who gave himself a ransom. Right. The, the word of God, for us to understand it, is always going to tie it to the cross. Yes. Always pointing us to the cross, and it's to be testified of in due time he was he was already what we needed even before the foundation of the world yep. but it was testified and and, and manifested two thousand years ago mm -hmm. on the cross but it's real mm -hmm. to us today it was a past finished work but it's a right now application mm -hmm. it was a past finished work but it's a right now application i like what I can't remember who said it. I think it was may have been Brother Mahari, somebody may have been you. I was listening the other day and said, you know, when we put our faith in the cross, we touch everything that Jesus touched. Mm -hmm. We're crucified with with Christ. Mm -hmm. We're seated with Him in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. That's 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 real. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's right now real. I mean, that's not it something. It is right now. That's right now real. <laughs> Amen. I am crucified with Christ. Right. Nevertheless, I live, yet mm -hmm. not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in this flesh, I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. And now we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So when we put our faith in the cross, we touch everything that that Christ touched. Mm -hmm. And really, all the way back before the foundation of the world, we was already in Christ when we put our faith in, in what he did. That's what Ephesians 1 4 says that we were he 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 chose us in him before the foundation That's of the right. world. I got that right. Dude. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So now here we are. But go back to that just in your mind there and you're thinking. And if you are able to follow along in the scriptures, there were so many scriptures, all I could do was just give you Exodus chapter 25, and you just have to right. uh, study it out for yourself. And I sure want you to study it because I want you to see these things mm -hmm. in the Word of God. Amen. But that table of shoe bread, it was on a table, and it was lifted up. Amen. So what is that supposed what is that a picture of? Amen. When Jesus said, John chapter 12 and verse 32, he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Amen. So what was the priest when he, when he entered into that uh, uh, holy place? What was he drawn to? Because the light was shining in that place because of the, the, the beaten work of Christ, the golden candlestick. He's immediately drawn to that table of shoe bread. Amen. And he goes over there and, and he begins to partake of that bread, that bread of life. It's unleavened bread, but it's a picture of Jesus Christ being lifted up mm -hmm. amen praise god and, and and these things really is to me they're beautiful but in actuality they're they're somewhat shallow to everything that jesus did accomplish for us on calvary but if you keep digging amen mm -hmm. if you get right there and you just <coughs> dig you, 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 mm -hmm. everything it is it's exposed and right there in front of us in the altar in this uh, uh, this tabernacle in the wilderness. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's that uh, that piece of furniture that was front and center that speaks about the uh, 
uh, the what's it called the altar of incense. Mm -hmm. Amen. Remember that's that's the one that got uh, Aaron's sons in trouble. Nadab and Abihu, they went out and they retrieved an ignition source from another place of ignition. They were supposed to, according to the plan of God, they were supposed to keep that fire burning forever. It wasn't to go mm -hmm. out. It was to be ministered to forever, always. But what kept it burning, amen, was the cross. What keeps it burning for us is the cross. But they were to go out to the brazen altar and retrieve a coal and fire and put on that altar and then it would be incense mm -hmm. that would rise up from that and that would be a, a, the, the intercessory work of mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. One God, Comes one only being, through the always, cross. Yep. always interceding on our behalf. Yep. Every then, living, yep. Every living, ever living to make intercession on our behalf. And somebody, I remember, I've even asked this before, Amen. I wonder what he said. I wonder what he said there as he was sat down at the right hand. What was it? What was he saying to intercede on us? Amen. And and guess what? He didn't say anything. He'd already said it and done it on Calvary. Yeah. He'd done it on Calvary. Yeah. And he said it on Calvary when he said it was finished. So it's just it's his presence. Yep. It's his 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 exactly being right. at the right hand of the Father. Amen. That, that ever intercedes on our behalf. We don't, it, it was a finished work. Yeah, he says, he's, the, the scriptures actually says he ever liveth yes. to make intercession for us. It's because he'll never die again. That's right. He died once to be seated at the right hand of the majesty on high and because he is just, because he's there, mm -hmm. he's ever forever eternally living, not die again, ever. Ever. That is our intercession. That's right. He ever lives to make intercession. That is my intercession because right. he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him, and he is now seated there. And the Bible says that God has made us to sit together with beautiful? him. Praise God. That is beautiful. That, that'll make a mama shout. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. We are ever seated with him. Praise God. Amen. So. Uh, all of that's beautiful, but that that first compartment, and I'm going I'm going to close. Go just ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but that first compartment is called the holy place, but it's uh, and it speaks of the church age. But be careful, Amen. It, it's only holy because of our faith in what Jesus did at Calvary. It's only a holy place. He's only a holy place to those who have their faith in the proper object, which is mm -hmm. Christ and Him crucified. Mm -hmm. Apart from that faith in the brazen labor, which is the cross, apart from that, amen, we're, we're tempted to try to uh, create our own righteousness. We, we fall victim to some type of dress code mm -hmm. to try to be holy, and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and we, we start following man's programs, mm -hmm. uh, humanistic psychology to become godly or just whatever is thrown out there you know just like a old a hungry dog we just grab on to it you know but uh, when we get a hold of the cross and what jesus there did guess what he becomes my righteousness or i he shares his righteousness with us 
Amen. That righteousness is imputed to us mm -hmm. because of our faith in his righteous work on the cross. He becomes my holiness. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Could you mm -hmm. imagine somebody, uh, you know, on the other side of that petition there saying, I don't need any of that stuff. Uh, but if you, if you was to say that, you know, there's people, and, and I can't get away from this, but there's people everywhere and I think that's where I was headed a while ago. They say, well, you know, I don't need all of that cross business, you know. Y'all are just stuck there. Y'all are just caught up in something, and you're not growing, and you're not maturing, and you you got to move away from that cross, and, and you got to become resurrection people or whatever it is that they're advertising, you know. But if you move, the, if you move from the cross, all is lost. And the enemy is certainly going to paint a picture that's going to look good to you, but it's a lie. You, once again, quoting what Paul said in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 23, continue in the faith, continue mm -hmm. in this liberating truth, continue in that redeeming faith that saved you in the beginning. Continue mm -hmm. in that faith. Mm -hmm. Become steadfast, established in that truth, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. If you leave the cross, you have you have left the hope of the gospel. Amen. Mm -hmm. Let us be found clinging to that cross always, as we brought out in mm -hmm. this uh, little testimony of the tabernacle in the wilderness. Pastor Curtis is always saying, moment by moment, that's always, all the time. Praise God. When people say, well, don't you ever think about anything else? I can't think about nothing. But Jesus, we, we do what he did at we, we do, we do think about everything else, and we do teach everything else. But our flesh doesn't lie, is the avenue through which the Holy Spirit teaches us right. everything. Yes, it's the cross. We, you know, people have said a lot of things about it. all. All they do is talk about the cross, and we've taught on just about, I guess, as far as I know, ever doctrinal thing in the word of God in the last ni almost 19 years but what our flesh doesn't like is the context through which the Holy Spirit will always teach and if we're not willing to listen to him in that context then we do not have ears to hear spiritually and that's just scripturally the way it is God is always delivering us unto death so that we can learn the other uh, doctrines, all the doctrines in the Bible. And the, the, the teaching of the tabernacle, the reality of the Old Testament tabernacle, God would not authorize anybody else. He wouldn't honor any other nation, any other. It was, That's listen, right. it's always been a narrowness with God that was very inviting to whosoever will but exclusive to whosoever will not come his one way. Mm -hmm. it, it, no other nation could, could just say they served Jehovah uh, but doing what they did. Jesus told the woman at the well, you don't know who you worship. Now think about That's our Jesus telling that woman at the well, you don't even know who you worship. That's right. So it, it, was, it was one entrance piece of furniture after piece of furniture that Pastor Wayne elaborately laid out before us today in the scriptures. And, and it, it, you couldn't just go in and say, I only want to see this. Or only, it was a process of progress. And if you don't follow that 
process, then there's nothing but death, like the two boys of, what was his name, Eli, that, that uh, they mishandled. They brought strange fire. They were inside, moving around, mm -hmm. functioning. And we all, under the new covenant, are new covenant of, uh, what, believers, priesthood of believers. We're mm -hmm. priests in the new covenant. And we, we can be trying to move around, but if we're not moving and being led by the Spirit, where he always delivers us unto, which is the death of Jesus, then we're, then we're not hearing the Holy Spirit. Every piece of furniture, every item in that temple was, was really off limits without the first one, which That's represented right. the cross. Mm -hmm. And then the washing of the water that would cleanse us based on the first object would cleanse the word cleanses us based on what the cross That's has right. done for That's us right. and then we get into the temple and we're able to walk in the light that our lord walks in and partake of the broken bread he provided for us that then allows our prayers to be what they should be yeah. and then we can partake of everything which do you know that inside that holy of holies that ark of the covenant and the mercy seat that was only entered into one day a year by one man. But everything that went on in there is what controlled everything out there. Absolutely. Just that, just get this, that one day by that one man going in that one holy of holies, the, 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 the least activity of all the other. The other stuff was daily. Right. But that that happened in there one day a year through one man, which points to that one day Jesus would yes. come and pour his blood out, that one man on that one place controlled everything else in that and, and on those grounds there. Mm -hmm. Everything. Everything. So it's that blood that controls everything. If we get that wrong, it's all wrong. No matter how eloquently we can get up and talk about it, if it doesn't end up at Calvary, there is no power there. There's no power in saying blood. The power is when the heart believes in the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. It's been a great session today. I appreciate you. Five more minutes. Five more minutes. Who'll <laughs> give me five? Go ahead. <laughs> Amen. In, in, in that smaller compartment that you spoke about, mm -hmm where the Ark of the Covenant was. On that Ark of the Covenant, there's what was referred to as a mercy seat. Mm -hmm. And that's where the blood had to be applied that you're speaking about. The high priest would go in once a year and he'd apply the blood on the mercy seat. Yep. But in that Ark, real quick, in that Ark, there's three things that's in there. And these are the things that we've had the most trouble with over the years. <laughs> yes, they the, are. In that Ark was the, the, uh, the law the Ten Commandments, and then also there was a, a rod, Aver's rod that burned, that, that budded, mm -hmm. speaks of the, the high priest ministry. Jesus is our high priest. There's also a, a, a jar of manna. Christ is that heavenly manna that came down. Now, the interesting thing is that's called the mercy seat. That mercy seat could be removed, and when you, and, and that's a picture of Christ being seated. He is mm -hmm. our mercy seat. Mm -hmm. The blood has Amen. been applied. And within that ark, those things that are hidden in Christ is the law. He kept the law for mm -hmm. us. 
praise God. He yeah. is the Aaron's rod that budded. Mm -hmm. He is our high priest. He's our king priest. Mm -hmm. He became the priest and the sacrifice. So there would be no, uh, you wouldn't have to worry about any strange fire mm -mm. being entered in anywhere because he became our priest and our sacrifice. And in that jar of manna, he's our heavenly manna that came down 2,000 years ago. We don't have to go out and labor for it and retrieve it. Mm -hmm. We just have to believe Amen. it. It's already been done. Already it's a finished done. work, praise God. Finished work. What a beautiful story. I encourage you to go and, and read this section of Scripture on your own, Exodus chapter 25, and let the Holy Spirit reveal Christ to you because that's what he's trying to do for all of us, reveal more of Jesus to us. And not just the name Jesus, but what Jesus became to us and for us at, at Calvary is the Lamb. That is what we have to be beholding if we're going to be changed. It won't, you know, unless you allow the Lord to deliver you to this place always uh, unto death, and you can run from it, kick against it, and fight against it. And uh, Christians do that. I did it for years as a Christian, not knowing that I was actually doing it what I was doing but you can do it but you need to just surrender like the, the day you were born again and because because that's what our everyday is supposed we've said it for years not knowing how to explain it according to the scriptures really that every minute of our lives should be being like our born again experience where we're learning to walk we're learning to run this race we're learning to stay uh, seated in our position with Christ by faith so that it ends up in our walk here in our condition. And these things that we're talking about will help us see a greater picture of the Lamb of God and what He's provided for us. That is for our every moment, every moment of our lives. Yes. If God is always delivering me unto death and He's trying me every moment, then I need to understand and learn the truth, the Holy Spirit's trying to teach you Jesus in these things that you see in the Old Testament because that's what Jesus said they're all about. They're all about Him. The Scriptures testify of Him, every bit of them. He is our Genesis, He's our Revelation, and everything in between. So I'm so glad you visited with us on this session today. Glad we got to do this. We don't always do this, but I'm glad we got to this year. And I look forward to doing it next year again if the Lord tarries. And, and uh, I like these sessions here where we can just talk and have a study of the Word and share it with the people. Because it's really mine. And your Bible study, they just get to be in on there it. Because of social media. And I thank God for all Amen. of you that chose to tune Praise in. And because your hearts are hungry to learn more of Christ and to be able to magnify Him and glorify your Heavenly Father. So I pray the Lord's touch be on every one of you. And that the Lord would increase the hunger that's in your heart. There's not a famine of the word in our that's land. Right. There's a famine of hearing. That's what the famine, there's a famine of hearing. And I pray that God would begin to remove that famine of hearing like never before in these last few moments of this vapor that we're living in. Because at any moment, he's about to come for us. And we need to be ready. We need to have the treasure laid up that he gave us the opportunity to lay up. So that being said, let's pray again. And let's uh, just ask the Lord to engraft what we've heard today in our hearts. 
and, and, and it's give us a greater hunger than ever before. Pray with us, if you don't mind, right where you are. Father, we just thank yes, you for Lord, the word of the Lord, Lord today. We thank you for the, the truth that you give us in the light of the one yes. you sent to be our truth, the one that you sent to represent you to us and to represent us to you. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus. We thank you for the, the endurance of the cross, that horrible death there, for the joy set before your son. And I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this very hour, the, 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 the lost people that are being saved and all over the world and the church that is awakening unto your righteousness and coming back to their first love, their first works. And I thank you for Pastor Wayne and the ministry there in Greenwood and just the opportunity to have him again here with us this year to hear the word of the Lord and this, this direction that you always give, this focus that you always give your people, that being of your son and his perfect and finished work at Calvary. Bless the people, Lord, with these words today and graft it into their souls, and I pray for a greater hunger to be in our hearts than we've ever had. And we give you all the praise for it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah to the Lamb. Don't forget in the morning at 10 a.m. service starts here. Pastor Wayne will be ministering the word tomorrow. And you don't want to miss it. I'll see you next time. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.